0: Hello friends, and welcome to another episode of the Foundation Worldview Podcast, where we seek to answer your questions so that you can equip the children God has placed in your care to carefully evaluate every idea they encounter and understand the truth of the biblical worldview. I'm your host, Elizabeth Urbanowitz and I'm thrilled that you've joined me for another episode today. Today's question says, how do we differentiate between truth When both sides use the same terms, for example, social justice, benevolence, truth, et cetera. This is a great question that I'm sure we've all felt the effects of what this person is asking about. That it seems like today there's very much a war of the words. That so many words in our society, the definitions have just been rapidly Changed, and I actually led an entire webinar on this called um, "Oh, goodness, what was this, what was it called? It was something about raising our kids to think." critically in a culture that redefines words. Now, I may not have gotten the exact title correct, but it's something about, you know, redefining words. So if you have great interest in this topic, highly suggest you check out that webinar where I'll I'll go into the teaching in a lot more detail. But just right now, as we think about, okay, how do we differentiate between what's true and what's false in a culture where words, the definitions are just so Now, when I was in undergraduate school, when I was in college, one of my education professors in a language class that I took, she said, words are hooks we hang our concepts on. And what's happening today so often with these concepts, with these words, these hooks, we try to hang a concept on a certain word and then we either find that that concept falls down, you know, that it doesn't stay on the hook because the hook no longer supposedly means what we think it means, or we hang our concept on that hook and then we look at what else is hung on that hook and we're like, wait, 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 wait. Like, that's not what I mean when I hang this when I hang this concept on this hook. That's not what this word means when I use it. And so one thing that I would recommend is that we just go over with our kids the importance of defining our terms, of the importance of defining words. When we say a certain word, what objective concept are we using that word to describe? When someone else uses that same word, what is the objective concept that they are using that word to describe? those of you who have gone through our foundation careful thinking curriculum you know that in unit two we go through an entire two lessons on looking at the definitions of words and how is the person who just spoke the sentence using this word is it the classical definition is it a new definition are we not sure do we have to ask more questions to figure out how this person is using that word and so first just pausing and training our kids to ask, okay, what is that word? How is it being used in this context is key. And really we need to train our kids and ourselves to ask good questions because really that is almost half of the battle, just learning to pause and ask good questions. And questions are key for several reasons. The first reason is as human beings, who are created in God's image, we can communicate through language. As human beings who are created in God's image and living on this side of Genesis 3, we know that the fall has affected us in every way, and that includes our ability to communicate. I mean, just think about why so many couples need marriage counseling. It has to do with their communication because we say one thing, and then the other person either doesn't hear what we were communicating, or they hear something completely different. So if we and our kids can get good at asking good questions, we can actually begin to genuinely hear someone else. Because many times the problems in our communication or in society are from the fact that we're not hearing one another well. And so if we can train our kids to ask, you know, can you tell me more about what you mean when you use that word? We're training them to gather information so that they can be careful thinkers and they can actually genuinely hear someone else. Because if we hear one thing and we respond to that thing, but that thing we thought we heard wasn't actually what the other person was saying, we're not responding to what they were saying. And that causes a lot of arguments and a lot of fights when people are just talking past One another. So, I really recommend training ourselves and our kids to ask really good questions. Can you explain to me what you mean when you use the word truth? Can you explain to me what you mean when you just use that word love? I noticed that you're really passionate about social justice. Can you explain to me more of what you mean by social justice? And then asking further questions to dig in deeper, and then asking questions that are going to get that person to think. So, I just heard you say that love is getting to express yourself to anyone that you desire well what if you're expressing yourself isn't what's best for that person is that love or what if let or if, you know if somebody says you know love means celebrating everything about someone else well what if we're talking about someone who's depressed should we be celebrating that person's depression their thoughts of their negative thoughts about themselves? Should we be celebrating those negative thoughts? Or should we be helping them to believe true thoughts about themselves? Or what about someone who is anorexic? Should we be celebrating their anorexia? Or should we be helping them believe true things about themselves? So if we can train ourselves and our children to ask good questions, resisting the urge to jump right in, we can actually learn, okay, what does this person mean when they use this word? And then what questions can I ask to help them think more carefully about this term that they're using? I just saw this recently, just two weeks ago, I was on a plane um, heading back from a work trip and I was writing notes on my notebook just for an upcoming speaking engagement that I had. And the man next to me said, excuse me, miss, I saw you write the word Christ down in your notebook. Do you have any religious affiliation? And I shared, yes, I'm a Christian. I believe the Bible is the word of God. I'm a follower of Jesus. And I said, do you have any religious affiliation? He said, yes, I'm LDS, which means he's Mormon from the church of, that calls himself the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And so anyway, I froze for a moment because I thought, oh, no, we have so many different beliefs. I forget how to witness to a Mormon. You know, what do I do? And so I just started asking him questions, not for the purpose of trying to trap him or trick him, but just to gather more information. And as I asked more questions and more clarifying questions, we got into a really good discussion. And he just kept saying, you know, we believe the same thing. We believe the same thing. Where When I was asking good questions, things would come up and I would say, you know what? Actually, that's a difference in our belief. You know, I don't believe you know, that everyone is going to make it into heaven and there's just different levels of heaven. And, you know, like then we would talk some more and I'd ask some more questions and say, well, you know, I actually don't believe that Jesus is a created being. I believe he's been eternally existent. You know, the Son of God has been eternally existent. And then we talked about other things, you know, and asked more questions. And I said, well, you know, here's another belief. I don't believe that in heaven I'm going to have the possibility of turning into a God and then creating my own planet, you know, and universe. Like, I believe that I'm going to be reconciled fully to Jesus and I'm going to reflect him and be in communion with him and with other brothers and sisters. In Christ, And so just asking good questions enabled us to have a genuine discussion to look at some of our differences for me to be able to challenge him for him to be able to challenge me, you know, and he didn't walk away from that discussion, you know, convinced that the Mormon chur- church is teaching incorrect doctrine. But there were a few times where I asked him questions and he said, you know, I've never thought about that before. I have to think about that more. And it's my prayer, you know, I'm, I'm continuing to pray for him that God would use those questions that I asked him as little pebbles in his shoe that will bother him, you know, that will cause him to seek out different answers. And so that's what I would encourage us to do, to train our kids to ask really good questions, to figure out how a word is being used. The second thing, when we're thinking about engaging in evaluating ideas, evaluating how words are being used, we need to think about the difference between, like, watching a video on YouTube or on TikTok or you know just on the TV and hearing someone present an idea, or you know hearing a newscast or you know a presidential address or some other type of political speech. So, watching something versus actually engaging in a conversation, because when we're watching something. What we're doing is strictly evaluating, okay? We're practicing evaluating. So when we're watching something, that's a great opportunity to be able to pause whatever we're watching and ask our kids good questions. What did this person just say? How did they use this word? What did this word mean when they used it? Biblically, what does this term mean? Where when we're engaging in a conversation, we're engaging with a person. And so we need to, that's when we need to ask really good questions to make sure we're loving that person. We're asking questions that are gonna point them towards the truth. And we want to make sure our children understand the difference in these things as well, that they can look at, okay, this is just a video. So I am strictly going to be evaluating this. I'm going to be looking at it for, for logical inconsistencies. I'm going to be looking at it for ways that, which words have been twisted. I'm going to look for, is there strong enough support to believe this claim? And then when I'm in a conversation, I know I'm not just engaging with an idea. I'm engaging with a person. And so a person doesn't need to be evaluated. A person needs to be loved. And part of the way that we love someone is by speaking the truth, by asking questions, by listening. So making sure that we differentiate between engaging with an idea that's just recorded and a person because people are not the sum total of their ideas. That's another conversation or topic that we talk through in Foundation Careful Thinking Curriculum. So if you're actually interested in learning more about how to evaluate ideas, how to equip kids to evaluate ideas, highly recommend you check out our Careful Thinking Curriculum because we just systematically train kids to break down ideas, to evaluate them, to see if they're true or false, to look at the strength of an argument. And then in our last unit, we cover these topics that I've been talking about. How do we engage others by listening, by asking good questions by helping them seek the truth. Well, that's a wrap for this episode today. But as always, my prayer as we leave our time together is that God would richly bless you as you continue to faithfully disciple the children He's placed in your care. I'll see you next time.